You're listening to the Fake Fans Podcast. Hey, you're listening to the second episode of the Fake Fans Podcast. I'm Sarah. My pronouns are she, they. I'm going to pass it to Lena. Uh, I'm Lena. Um, pronouns she, she, her. I'm Heather. Uh, my pronouns are also she, her. I am Avi, and my pronouns are also she, her, and I also feel like this is, I'm back in school and someone's doing a roll call, so <laughs> I'm terrified. Well, good okay. news, you passed. So today's, um, or this week's question to kind of like get us all ready is, what was your favorite hockey moment this week? Mine was all of the memes of Nathan McKinnon throwing his helmet at that uh, coyote. <laughs> It was, was it Clayton Keller? It was one of no. the coyotes. No. It was not him. <laughs> I would have rioted. But it was just all of the ones, even with all of the Wii music, all of that was just hilarious. That was, that was pretty good. Um, this mine just happened because uh, I have no concept of object permanence. I don't know what happened this week. I know what happened just now. And what happened just now is Jeff Skinner got a breakaway with no stick. <laughs> and so, yeah, he got a breakaway with no stick. And so he was doing his best to kick the puck between his, his skates. He got up to the goalie, but you can't kick it in. So he tried to like, guide it. He like, he like kicked it like right before. So it was moving. So it didn't look like he kicked it into the goal. But uh, like the, the goalie like moved it away. Like it was one on one with him and the goalie needed a stick. It didn't work. But I loved the concept. I love I have I respect the hustle, like just to get in there. Yeah, no, it, it's like it was very much a soccer type move because he had no <laughs> stick. He only only had skates. And then he got up to the goal and he's like, shit, I can't kick it in. That's not a goal. I do not have a favorite moment I've been avoiding hockey (laughs) you know what that's that's my favorite hockey moment of the week no (laughs) (laughs) I had my exams and then I was just like you know after your exams you just want to sleep yeah, just that's it. One one million percent. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So Heather's unfortunately dropped for now. So we're gonna we'll come back to Heather when she reconnects, and we'll skip the first topic because that's really important for Heather to comment on. Ah, Heather. shows about you, Heather. That's that's what we're finding out. Yeah. Well, it's just the stalls manage to do something every week. Just, just for you. Just, just for Heather. <laughs> oh, which style was it? I don't. I, okay, I have no idea. Thing, so I'll, I'll remember to edit this out. But we'll come back to Heather in a second. Sure. Ghost. So Shane Ghost despair on waivers. That's how why, you pronounce it. Why? Why? Yeah, Shane Ghost despair. I would never pronounce his name like that. First off, <laughs> I, I just would never. I don't. I don't say players' names aloud. I don't do that. Um, but yeah, no, his his put on waivers sent everyone else into sh- sent everyone that I knew into shock, even though it probably shouldn't have been that shocking. We all know that AV is not very um, 
subtle about the players that he is purposely being mean to. Just a little bit. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, objectively, it makes sense. He's the defenseman least likely to get claimed, and there are, like, specific rules about how many players they can have on the roster. And, um, what's the other word I'm looking for? And, like, the the cap cap space and all that fun stuff. But it was just, it hurt. It hurt a lot to see Ghost on waivers, and it was very concerning for me, because I'm like, uh, who's gonna pick him up? Luckily, no one. Yeah, the main, the main problem with that move is, though, although it was unlikely for people to pick him off waivers, it wasn't that no one could pick him off waivers. And especially with, um, I think it was the Florida Panthers who had one of their defensemen break his leg in the middle of the game. They're down defensemen. They're not usually, yeah, they're I, usually missing. Um, I'm honestly surprised that they didn't just grab, grab him, considering they're in a playoff contention spot. True. So. But also, I'm still a little scarred from losing Mark Friedman. So it's just anytime a flyer goes on waivers, it's like, Hextall, what are you going to do? <laughs> well, well, I, I, the Penguins have a I, lot on the people. other hand, I'm enjoying having Mark Friedman on the Penguins. Like, okay, he's, having fun. he's being a bitch. What else do we want? Yeah, definitely derogatory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the very um, least, I, at least the Pens have like a, a a good amount of depth in their defensemen, so they don't they don't yeah. need any more. You guys don't need any more defensemen. You can't just collect them all. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh, adding on to that, during the game last night, so we're recording this on uh, Thursday, April the first. April Fool's Day, legally. April Fool's Day, legally. (laughs) Which, by the way, just unrelated, all of the hockey Twitter memeing today was just so hilarious. Specifically, actually, I forgot to shout shout out to Sash. They're um, currently injured, and we're just hoping that they're going to heal up fine, and we're just, we're not rushing them back from injury. That's the big thing, is we're just, we're going to let them recover. But they were pretending to be a Flames fan named Brian today. It was so funny. <laughs> I woke up at like 2 a.m. and I was reading these tweets and I seriously thought I accidentally followed a crazy Flames fan. They they were very convincing, I have to say. Like I didn't yeah. I didn't read the portion of when we discussed Sash doing this, but it doesn't I I, I did read the context of them. Like I did not follow this, I did not follow this man. I did not follow this man. <laughs> so it, it did it did take me a second to put it together that someone was having a fun time and um goading goading other other like straight men <laughs> in, <laughs> into Sasha's face, which was very funny. That was absolutely hilarious. Um and then a whole bunch of other people pretended to be teams. And players. A B, specifically Matthew Kachuk. Yep. I had to go there. <laughs> A lot of good screenshots. A lot of good. A lot of good. Uh, fun energy. My, I think the winner so far was um AJ, uh, who is at Saved by Francois. Oh, the he uh, they yeah, yeah. for the Colorado, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Their their tweet was uh the Colorado Avalanche trade uh, JT Comfer uh from to BU for Jesse Comfer. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> probably a great deal. No, no, it's it, it would be it would be a steal. 
Um, and the Colorado Avalanche responded to them saying, you like, you almost got us with this one. And we were confused for a little bit. And I just had to say, Jesse Comfer, future Olympian, would have yeah. been on the cheap. That would have been on the cheap. Exactly. Uh, back to the point I was going to make earlier, during that game last night, Nolan and Oscar were scratched. That, I understand where AV's coming from, where it's like, oh, we need to rest them because if we let them go too much, like, you know, they're more likely to get injured. It hurt. It hurt a lot. And it really sucks that they have to make the team objectively worse to rest guys. Yeah, I think, I think personally, as much as I don't like the move, I think that we're at the point in the season where more teams should probably consider doing it. Like the Dallas Stars have like day-to-day players for this, like just constant injuries for like, like Rupe Hens and Alexander Radulov are always day-to-day decisions for their current injuries, chronic or the fact that they they may be putting off a surgery. That is just not a good place for a team to be in, especially when they're not even a competing team. I just really think they need to. Yeah. They they need to do what Dak Eichel did and say, this season's a bust and let them feel. (laughs) Really, really, the Fake Fans podcast is all about player safety. Yes. (laughs) Especially after the last Dallas season, they should... They should take care of their players. It's a fucking disaster. Yeah. Um, Am I allowed to curse? Is this yeah, a good sure. Christian podcast? I think you're allowed to curse. Oh I mean, Brendan God. last week. Um, we'll come back to this game in a second. But while we're on the topic of player safety, McDavid, what the heck was that hit on Kakanyemi? Like, McDavid, I know you're the best player in the league. I know refs don't protect you. But let's not kid for a second that if Matthew Kachuk or Zach Cassian, who's on your team, threw that hit, people would be calling for them to never play in the league again. People would be calling for them to play in Siberia. That was just like, McDavid, you can't do that. And then they fined him like $5,000, which is nothing. Yeah, I think the main problem the NHL has is that, for example, in the Tom, like, the, the arguments around the Tom Wilson um, penalty was that, oh, well, he, he doesn't count as a, as a reoccurring offender because he hasn't been suspended for X amount of time. Um, I don't like the approach that we're, we're, we're taking background checks of intent or, like, if the, if the play is very obviously dirty and the consequences are bad, that should be the end-all, be-all. It should not matter if you're McDavid and you've done nothing before and you elbow a guy to the face. Or if yeah. you're Tom Wilson and you elbow a guy to the face. <laughs> Those yeah, are both not acceptable. Clearly it doesn't matter because the effect is so much worse. And the other thing and that's interesting is like... Nothing. There's nothing. Yeah. Like Chandler Stevenson also had the whole elbowing hit. And he, like, he was suspended for three games. So, like, why is McDavid exempt from that? Same thing. Matthew Kachuk, in, like, for, I think it was either his first or second NHL suspension, he elbowed Drew Doughty in the face. And he got a two-game suspension. I can't remember if that was his first or his second, because I know that similar, in a similar time to that, he did, like, spear someone from the bench in the balls with his stick. <laughs> like 18 19 let kachuk be kachuk you know so true 
back to the point we were going to talk about with the game last night. The Flyers lost like 6-1 to the Buffalo Sabres. The Buffalo Sabres. Again. Again. This is the second time this season. Yeah. Again. We broke their streak. Yep. We, we did break. They did break their losing streak. Congrats, Buffalo Sabres. Good but for I mean, you guys. Yeah, congrats, Buffalo Sabres. And also, congrats, Alex Lyons, for getting into an NHL game this week or this year. Oh. You know what? Yeah. You did miss Catboy. That's what you missed last night, Catboy. <laughs> what was the point I was going to make? Catboy. I think if you really want to get. <laughs> Sorry, what? The pause is out of flavor. Yeah, they do. Uh, but if you really want to get technical, it was really like a 5-2 loss because Braun scored on the Flyers. So, like, that's not 6-1, that's 5-2. Congrats, Braun. I know, right? Goal Justin Braun, best flyer. Elite goal scorer, Braun. <laughs> <laughs> the point I was going to make is that it may have been a huge L for the Flyers, but Alex Lyons in the net, anytime Alex Lyon is in the net, that's a huge dub for all of hockey Twitter. True. We do like Alex Lyon. We want him, we want him we to do. succeed. We do want him to succeed. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's the third string. So when he's being called up, bad things are happening. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's on the Flyers roster. We need to get him to a better team. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. We still have more to talk about. So you may be wondering, if you don't follow the Flyers especially, oh, is one of the Flyers goalies injured? Why is their third string up? Nope. It's just Carter Hart still having a terrible year. And Elaine Vigneault's decided the best way to deal with that is to publicly shame him and to pretty much be like, he's good. He has to be better. He has to be scratched and not just like, oh, he needs a break. It's he's scratched because he sucks. Thanks, Amy. Wow. Totally helpful. I think, yeah. I think that's my favorite part of this is that it's being compounded by Sam Sam Carcini being, and I think, I think he better get back together with his sports psychologist and everyone going, <laughs> stop talking about his sports psychologist and stop asking his sports psychologist questions. Okay. Not even I, business. Sir. Yeah. I just, I just think that the, the added dog, pot, like it's, it's AV saying, hey, you're terrible. We're going to sit you out because you're terrible, which I'm sure he knows. I'm sure he absolutely fucking knows. Everyone is not letting him live that down. Yeah. And like, the fact that everyone's speculating, um, or Sam, Sam specifically speculating yeah. that um, his, poor, his poor performance is directly due to something he has no idea. Just yeah. absolute Whoa. speculation, poor reporting, like, fire this man. It just yeah, feels so- like they're kicking someone who's already down. Like, I do not think his mental health is like a, at a good place anymore, and you're just making it worse. Yep. This is about AV, whose name I cannot pronounce. Like, okay, so we know that Carter Hart is a goalie that very much depends on extreme mental toughness and an extreme, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, the mental part of his game is very important. So when he's struggling with that, we can tell. It's not in, like, a, because, like, I don't mean that negatively. I just mean that in, like, a, he's spent so long becoming such a good goalie because of the mental side of his game that now that you can kind of tell where it's like he's missing that bit 
but it's still like it's not your place to ask a psychologist it's not your place to make comments on this we don't know why they've like stopped seeing each other also sorry side note sam carcini made it sound like a like celebrity divorce story and that was like oh yeah so it was not funny (laughs) ever since the breakup (laughs) the tone was so weird the tone was so weird you know, it was something like, you know, Kim Kardashian, Kanye West broke up. It was the same tone. Yep, it, it was. It was just like, he stopped seeing his sports psychologist. <laughs> that, that, that's not something you write, like, he's broken up with his girlfriend of two weeks. You know? Also, none of his business. His yeah. personal life, also none of his business. How does he even yeah. know? Yeah, how does he even know he stopped seeing the psychologist? It's so... Like maybe crazy. it was something that came out in like like the flyers put it out in a press conference, but it's still like, dude, really should not be talking about that. That's not what you should be talking about at all. Yeah. Yeah, I think I just think it's really um I think I think this really kind of proves that like Carter Hart was one of the main things sticking the flyers together. And without him, they have no hope of sailing that boat. Yep. To win. I mean, just just absolutely very, none. Sorry. The Flyers have a very cursed um, track record of making the playoffs every other year. And it's been the same since like 1995. It's like, so, and they made the playoffs last year. So I already was like, they're not going to make it this year. Like, oh, that's not going to happen. And now it's like proving that it's not going to happen. But everyone's like losing their mind about the 22-year-old goalie. I know who I know we like totally ragged on him last week, but we do it from a place of love. We do yep. this from a place of we really like you. We enjoy you when you play well, but we also are going to clown you. Holden, stop laughing at me. <laughs> we also are going to clown you because it's fun to clown you. Someone else can take my portion of loving him. I'm I'm solely here to clown. I am hundred percent down to clown. Okay, but I clown him in the same way I clown you, where it's like, I love you dearly, and that's why I'm going to clown you forever. You know? Except a jab at the bear lovingly. <laughs> Sorry, my brain's a little all over the place today. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he was, he was supposed to be, like, the savior, like, someone, yep. the star player, and yeah, but it's okay. That's like part most of the- players, Yeah, have a bad season and then they move on. So that's another thing that I'm seeing with this. So because the Flyers have been um, like since Hextall, I think yeah, Hextall retired. The Flyers haven't had that like solid goalie who is like a number one starter and will be here for ten years and be good and be consistent. Carter Hart, from the moment he was drafted at seventeen. Because you have to remember, he has an August birthday. He's been the savior of the Flyers franchise. He has been the next goalie. He is going to be the boy king of Philadelphia. He is, and that's a lot to bear. Like, I'm no it older is. than that, and I can't deal with that idea. I am just as old as him, and I, I could not have done this. Yeah, so... So, story of the week, Carter Hart gets one pass for everyone else taking a dump on him this week. Yes. One pass. <laughs> I talked about this last week, 
But uh, Dustin Wolf is like slowly etching closer and closer to Carter Hart's record. Uh, I haven't actually checked on the silver tips that much, but I do know that he was named um, goalie of the month for March, which is very good in the WHL. But he has like three shutouts. I've not been checking. I don't know if they played more games since the last time we recorded. But yeah, they probably did. What was I going to say? But yeah, so he has Dustin Wolf is slowly etching towards Carter Hart's record with for shutouts. Also, while doing that and being super smart, I don't understand it. Again, I don't understand how Everett produced these two top goalies who couldn't be any more different. Okay, I had to Google uh, Dustin Wolf. Because I don't know who it is. Sorry, what? Who were you talking about? Who's etching closer to the... Okay, so I get to talk about Dustin Wolf. Sorry, Heather, we're going to have to pull the stall talk on hold while I get to nerd out about Dustin Wolf. I.e. the Flames ginger goalie, who I love so, 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 so much. So this guy (laughs) was... Um, one of the last picks in the 2019 draft, he was like 217 or 15, so like three or something from the bottom. He is like short for a goalie. He's not that short. He's like six foot, but that's short for a goalie. And he's only like 165 pounds, so he's small. That's the big thing. He is small even though he's very good like he has won the um goalie of the year in the cwa in the chl not cwhl he's not a woman and the nwhl nope that's not right again i mess up my acronym so much it's okay it's just let us <laughs> trust me every time i try to say ncaa I somehow end up saying the NCAA, um, NCAA, no, NCAA, nope. NWHL. No, I say the other one. What is it? NCAAP or? NAACP. NAACP. I end up saying that when I mean NCAA. It's so bad. I'm aware it's bad. I know that's a problem, but my brain and my mouth do not connect. What was the point I was making with this? Yeah, so he's very good. He's a ginger. I will send you pictures. He's adorable. He won a gold medal with the U.S. this year at World Juniors. I love him so much. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Time for stall talk. You called. Yes. Our local stall standing. Okay. I'll take it. I'd like to say stall expert, considering that none of the rest of us know anything close enough to be called the stall expert. Agreed. <laughs> okay, what do you want to talk about? What's up? Hit me. So, um, one of the stalls got traded. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I have some comments on this. First of all, we're talking about Eric Stall here. He got traded to Montreal for a third and a fifth round draft pick, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, harsh. <laughs> But um, some great things have come out of it. Uh, one, he got a haircut. Um, two, he's out of Buffalo. Good for him. 
that's a win he got out he had montreal was like a no-go for him and he waived his no trade to montreal clause to go to montreal he was like i I need out so you know good for him i really think that he 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 did what jack eichel can never do which is leave buffalo oh my (laughs) god Jack Eichel is stuck there forever, and um, I'm glad Eric Stahl is not having the same fate. Can somebody tell me why Jack Eichel is stuck there forever? (laughs) And how old is he? Because I cannot figure it out. He makes like $10 million a year. He's the same age as Connor McDavid. They're the same draft. They're my age, yeah. No one wants to take Jack Eichel because he's not produced at the same level as Connor McDavid. And by not producing at the same level, we mean... Um, like Connor McDavid's at like what forty points? Um, sixty-three. Jack Eich- sure, fifty-three. Jack Eichel has two goals and twenty-one assists. Oh, yeah, <gasps> yeah. He's also better than Nolan injured. Patrick. We'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but it's it's like if he was Nolan Patrick, but Nolan Patrick was the best player on your team. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's the Sabers. <laughs> This podcast, I would like to make it clear, other than Holden, because Holden apparently has an issue with Nolan Patrick, we love Nolan Patrick, but we are not going to lie and say he's a great player for the Flyers. I will say say that apparently Jack Eichel and Nolan Patrick are the same are are just as good. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They're equivalent. It's perfect. Like, I understand that Jack Eichel's been injured, but Nolan Patrick has more goals than him. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. yeah, he has four goals. Yeah. <laughs> and three assists. <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing. No, no, you should be laughing. Also, I, oh. <laughs> sorry, um, I don't hate Nolan Patrick. I just like bullying people that stand him. Okay, but me too. I'm just mean. I'm just a bad person. Yeah. Anyway. I don't um, hate Nolan Patrick. I'm just a a horrible person. Okay, listen. Both of them, Jack, I can Nolan Patrick, went second overall. Yeah. And yeah, they play about this. this, They're producing the same. I don't think it's a good thing. It's a curse. Second overall is a curse. I mean, not really, but... Okay, Gino Malkin, second overall, has been doing amazing. Um, So if we want to look at, like, the second overall picks from 2015, 2016, 2017, we can go Jack Eichel, Patrick Laine, um, what's-his-face, Nolan Patrick. I think we know who the best player out of those three are. And I I don't think who people think it is. (laughs) Okay, it's probably Patrick. Is it Patrick Laine? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course it is. All I want to say is Nolan Patrick's career overall plus minus is minus 27. And you have to remember that he's at minus 20 this year alone. But like overall at minus 27, I want someone to guess Jack Eichel's overall career plus minus. <laughs> minus 69. It's minus 69. Wow. Wait, seriously? Nice. Yeah. Nice. Is it nice if it's in the negatives? Yeah. <laughs> he should quit while, while he's ahead. No, plus minus is kind of a garbage stat, and I have a lot of opinions on it, but, like, it's funny. I'll give it Pretty that. Sure. 
Plus minus is very funny. It's just, if you're in a bad team, the amount of goals that are going to get scored on you are just so many. I'm like, and if you I'm are like, if on the a... top line. Exactly. You're always going to be on the ice because you're one of the only good players. So, yeah. <laughs> Oh, sorry, Jack Eichel. Oh. Ouch. <laughs> He's never gonna get out. I pro- it's like it's same way oh. that McDavid will never leave, but for for opposite reasons. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like McDavid's never going to leave because he has an eighteen million dollar freak house in Edmonton. I'm sorry, I hate McDavid's house. This comes from someone who lives in Alberta. I hate His the house? modern homes they're building everywhere. They look terrible. I don't like the cubes. Why is everything black? I say this as a goth, or not actually a goth, but someone who likes to dress in a goth style. I love black. Why is everything black? Choose some color. $18 million for a house? Yes. I a mean, black like, and white house. True. Not even a good house. <laughs> like, it's like a new development, and it's like in, like, from what I understand, it's in, like, the Edmonton River Valley, so it's, like, it totally makes sense as to why it's, like, so expensive. But it's, it's also still, like. And over an overly designed. So it's in the just, kitchen. Wow. It, it's once you hit a certain square footage, it just accumulates money with the amount of square footage you have, regardless of of how nice or usable it is. I would not want to pay his heating bill for sure. Oh, it is okay. Look at all the seats. Do you think anybody is visiting him right now? <laughs> What does I he need that I sincerely hope not. I mean, yeah. with the situation of the world, if anyone is visiting Connor McDavid, please stop. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think that Lenny would never let that happen. I agree. I don't think Lenny would let that happen. Yeah. Do you think he likes the big empty house? <laughs> I have to stop visiting Connor McDavid. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's my bad. I think I think Lenny enjoys the house. You know, I hope they have a like a backyard that's like proportionate to the house. Mm-hmm. Because like Edmonton, like outside, like it can be nice, especially when like the grass. I want videos of Lenny in the snow. That's the one thing I want. Connor McDavid or Lauren, one of you better post pictures of Lenny in the snow next time it snows. I need to see your dog sealing through the snow. I just need to say that if you if you want a, a a backyard proportional to his house, that's just called a public park. I'm sure they have those. <laughs> they do. Oh my god. <laughs> no, they're trying to name one of the parks in Edmonton. They're trying to build a pavilion and they're trying to name it the Nathan Fillion Civilian Pavilion. No, I'm so mad You know what? Yes. No. I agree. I I support this decision. (laughs) I would live there if they let me. You're not going to like it if you can't survive like the 15 degrees um, Celsius. If that's too cold for you, you're not going to like Edmonton. It's like four degrees I am trying my best. (laughs) Uh, next topic. Boston. So the Boston Pride won the Isabel Cup. So I have, I, to take, I have to take this one. I called it. I called that they would win. Um, I am currently in Boston right now. It brings me a lot of joy to see all the Boston Pride players go, like, 
do their little victory lap. I get to see all these all these lovely ladies like hold the cup, wear their jerseys with pride. Like for for like like a lot of a lot of college uh, college athletes from Boston are on the Boston Pride. So there's a lot of city pride. There's a lot of like long term like attachment to the city. So very happy, very happy, very happy for cat moms in in particular. Shout out to, what is it, Tito and Gordon? Are, there, are, are those her cats? Mallory's cats? They're so cute. Um, so my thoughts on this were, boo Boston, as I have an irrational hatred for most Oh Boston. my God. Oh my God, wait a minute. You just let me go on a rant about how much I love Boston <laughs> and I don't go... like Boston sports. I have issues with all Boston sports. It's not because it's you, it's because Boston. Get, let me finish my point. But yay, women. But consider that the NWHL is sponsored by Duncan. What is better than the Boston team winning the cup sponsored by Duncan? I've never Not had right. Duncan. I can't tell you how good it is. <laughs> Duncan yeah, Lena, Donuts, please sponsor us. You're we literally talking. No, no. You're literally <laughs> yes. talking to a couple Canadians about Dunkin' Donuts. Like, what? There's Dunkin' Donuts in India. I'm sure they're everywhere. I'm saying wait, wait, pause, pause. There's a Dunkin' Donuts in India? Yeah, there's there's a lot of this Taco Bell. Do you have to No, we do not. Yeah, that's why you have Dunkin'. You can't have both. I don't know. I just need to say it's appropriate that the Boston Pride won a cup sponsored by Dunkin'. It makes sense. It all makes sense. (laughs) I will give you that. It is appropriate. But still, boo Boston, as I don't like any of your sports. I'm waiting for the Philly um, NWHL team. Like, I, that's what I want. What would they be called if, if you had the, the choice to name them? If I could name the Philly, the sweetest mints. <laughs> <laughs> The Philly Sweetest Mints. It works out. <laughs> Shout out, Megan. Wow, well, free promo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what would you name a Philly WHL team, or what NWHL team would you like to see? Um, I, think, I think it's appropriate for Detroit to have one since they have so much hockey fans that it, it would thrive there they want something the odds are that an nwh team nwhl team would actually probably win before any of the other teams in that city so i want that for them i want hockey town to have a women's hockey team yeah what would you call uh, them uh the detroit red strings <laughs> <laughs> they're they're just some laces they wear red on their laces yeah <laughs> This was a very dark joke. Oh wait, maybe maybe it'll be Motown themed. Maybe like Detroit, like just something with something with some music symbol or something about for Motown. Yeah, the red strings, like the strings of an instrument. I'm telling you, perfect. I like that. Yeah, Heather, do you have any like NWHL team that you wish that would just be something, even if it just makes you very happy? No, I'm pretty happy with the six. Like, I waited so long for them 
I like there's no one else I need right now I'm kind of like satisfied (laughs) like I want more teams don't get me wrong I just like I don't really care where I just need them to exist okay yeah yeah I have yeah I have no regional loyalty just if they come up I'm happy for them (laughs) true Holden I'm assuming you want one in Atlanta Yes, but there's also no hockey teams, like, in general, like. Yeah, you kind of got your NHL team stolen twice. Yeah, but then also, like, like, the, the, the only hockey team in general that I can think of is my school team and my dad's beer league. <laughs> and it's, it's, like, a really long name. I don't know what it's called, but it's such a stupid acronym. What and if? At the what Y. If- what if they got like the Atlanta Smashers? I like that. I like that. Or do go for a classic, become the Thrashers again, but it's the women's team. <laughs> oh yes. yeah. Just like take it over. That's just, a- just do it. Just redesign the logo and just have it have it again. This time it stays. No, I think that my that that so, uh, my school team should just change their name to the, the Thrashers. Yeah, that would work. Yeah. There's I, I just no, they will not face a lawsuit for that, I swear. <laughs> Feels like shit. I just want them back. Them being the Atlanta Thrasher. Yes. Yeah. God. Everything went downhill after they left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2011. Sorry for you. I don't. I can't think of any other team or any other place that's gotten their NHL team taken from them twice. Does does New York count? They've had a bunch of I think they've had a bunch of name changes, and I think yeah. the the original team like there there was a few like the New York Americans yeah was a team that existed and. I think disappeared or yeah. merged into some other team. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not including teams that like folded slash like disappeared or merged. Yeah. Because I honestly don't know enough about that. I'm talking just straight up teams that relocated everything. And like out of the ones I can think of, it's like you have the um, Flames and the Jets. I mean, I guess Atlanta, uh, not Atlanta, Winnipeg lost a team and then gained a team. So. No. Yeah, but like a couple people have lost a team and gained a team, right? Minnesota, but they got an expansion team. That's yeah. And then who else? I'm nothing. There's nothing. Nothing in my brain. I'm uh, very confused by the folding of the teams. It's not a concept I'm familiar with. Like any of this. I don't get it. Like, how does it just close down? Where is it going? <laughs> Honestly, why? I don't quite understand it, but based on what I have grasped from it, it's pretty much just they've decided they're not making enough money, so they will find another building they can play in, they'll move all of their front offices stuff, and then they uh, will mo- make all their players move. Yeah. Kovalchuk refusing to play in Winnipeg? I mean, I don't blame him. <laughs> But still, that is hilarious to me. Yeah. Oh, 
like if you go really far back there are like a couple places that like (laughs) had a team but then world war one happened and the arena burned down so they lost their team but like nothing like i mean the senators were like a thing right yeah like the senators existed and then i like ages ago i'm not sure when the original senators existed it was it was the same time it was like during the great depression sometime yeah, because I know a lot of NHL teams folded during the Great Depression. Yeah. Yeah. I all I oh, think about. Still around Sorry, what? I did not know hockey's been around for this long. It's just that's yeah. just North American, like yeah, just NHL. Like World War One, World War Two, all of that. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say with this point? Like, I know the Cleveland Barons were a thing. I don't know what happened to them. I think they became wait. But it's like Kansas City, and then Kansas City went to Wait. like <laughs> what? Quebec definitely lost the team twice, though, right? Because they had the Nordiques and the Bulldogs. Oh yeah, yeah, but that was like early Quebec. Yeah, but they think- lost the team twice. Don't worry, Holden, you're not alone. I'm thinking <laughs> like after the um after the original six, but I'm not sure okay. when the Cleveland Barons existed. Yeah, uh, but there's there's no. a good. There is a very good video explaining the expansion and destruction of many NHL teams. Um, would recommend checking it out. It's just unfortunately long and very confusing because so many teams existed and then disappeared and then moved and then disappeared. And then there's a combination of two leagues and they said, oh, yeah, expansion teams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's, it's, it's long and storied. And there's a reason why there's a bar down quiz specifically about naming naming all the teams is because there are so many of them that have existed. Even long-term hockey fans yeah. do not fully remember all of them at any one time. Okay. I pulled up the Cleveland Baron NHL thing. So the Cleveland Barons were a hockey team from 1979, uh, 1976 to 1978. Then they relocated to the joined the Golden Seals in Oakland, California. And yeah, then and they after merged. That, yeah, then after <laughs> that, they merged with the North Stars. Yeah. So Ohio lost their hockey, and then they gained it back in the expansion where they gained the Columbus Blue Jackets. Yeah. Oh, Cleveland is in Ohio? It wasn't the Oh, my state. God. <laughs> Acceptable, not from North America. Okay, you're it's allowed okay. to not know geography. I don't, don't know. I couldn't find Ohio on a map. I just know it's in Ohio. My roommates, <laughs> both my roommates are from Ohio and did not know they had a hockey team. Don't worry about it. Great. Don't so worry. I'm thriving. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm convinced that my dad is, works with the one person from um, Arizona or who lives in Arizona who knows about hockey. Apparently, like, this guy's originally from Minnesota or whatever. But, like, they first sit down, and he knows my dad's from Calgary, and the first thing he says to him is, what about the Moilers? <laughs> Wait a second. I just found Ohio on a map. Why did I think it was, like, where Kansas is? We say it's Midwest. Because... Listen, we... I couldn't oh. say where we Kansas is either. It's we say Midwest, I I... and we mean East. So I thought it was in the Midwest, I guess. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Is it not? Well, it's in the Midwest, but that's not the Midwest. No, it's fine. Makes no sense. We're good. Yeah, 
there's the middle of America where all of like where where like Colorado, Kansas, all these other states that look like squares are, and then there's the Midwest, which is just slightly left of all the city, all, all the states on on the coast. Yeah, it's not the, in the mid. Okay, no, it's like it's like the right. It's like the e- the upper east. I should mention Ohio borders Pennsylvania. Yeah, the more you know. Never yeah. heard of that. Hmm. That's Ian- my least favorite piece of information, actually. <laughs> That's not, no. I'm going to tell you, I learned this while watching the um, Netflix documentary, like, the heinous crime or, like, the most evil crime of all time that was about the collar bomb incident in Erie, Pennsylvania. Oh, my God. That's my favorite documentary. It's called, no, it's, like, Evil Mind of No, it's like Mind of an Evil Genius. Evil Genius. It's called Evil Genius. Yeah. But it is like, it is, there's like three things I know about Erie, Pennsylvania. The Erie Otters are a thing. It um, borders Ohio and a crazy ass crime happened in 2003. (laughs) And I think that's all you need to know. Okay, did BuzzFeed Unsolved made a video on this? Because I might have seen it. I will, okay. I'll, I'll link you to it because they did make a video on it. <laughs> thing we're going to talk about because I've gotten distracted. Okay. Um, so for my own sanity, we're not going to talk about the NFT. I think we just move on to... Ooh, do you want to talk about Willie Pride Tape? Yes, of course. All right. So William Nylander taped his stick with Buy Pride, like in the Buy Pride flag. And for those of you who don't know about Pride tape, it switches colors like every few inches. So it's really easy to get that rainbow flag look. But to specifically make a Buy flag, he would have had to consistently cut it and like be specific about that. And that yeah. is just very, thank you, Willie. Thank you. He joins we love the you. League. Yeah, he joins the League of Players who specifically um, taped their stick for, for the fans. And that club is now two people. John uh, Klingberg. William Nylander and, and John Klingberg. Oh, yeah. That's, that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's the whole club. Ooh, I forgot. Hey, I'm like, completely off topic. I've seen uh, Austin Matthews. We don't like him, I know. But I've seen him wear... <laughs> His trans slippers? Don't yeah, talk those to me about trans those. slippers. Like, was that a coincidence or like... Maybe he's a nice person. I'm, yeah. I think, I think he just bought. I don't know, but it's so funny to me. <laughs> just the fact that he owns those. Okay, like here's the thing: he couldn't have bought those without seeing because on the website it's like titled something of it. It says something about trans. Like, exactly. Because because the money goes. So I think he knew. But, like, I don't think that he bought them with the intention of buying trans slippers. I think that he thought they were cool, and they just happened to be. Okay, so consider the alternative, which is someone got them as a gift for him, and they were like, I'm paying for these for Austin Matthews. I'm going to donate the money that I'm using to trans charities, and, like, he has to wear them and he won't know. That's another idea. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, I forgot to add this to the doc, but while we're on the topic of Pride Night, Sharks Pride, like, their Pride stuff was, I understand it's, like, all corporations and, like, corporation bad 
and like when they're doing stuff they're just trying to get us to like their corporation they're not doing this out of the goodness of their heart but like they remembered ace people and their jerseys were cool and it was just like thank you uh, that made me very happy i have yeah. to say the sharks are fairly slept on as a team to enjoy it i, I understand they're bad but their vibe is pretty impeccable i have to say it's not only that is that they're they, they're pretty consistent about putting out a lot of different types of jerseys like they're very consistent about their like like they had a designer design like they had a few different designers for like their like they, they they do a lot of different jerseys on purpose for a lot of different like events whether it's um for like diversity and inclusion whether it's pride night whether they, they do a lot of different designs and they're not like it's not like the one thing they do they're pretty consistent about like getting artists to come in and like it, it's also because it's San Jose it's a very liberal fairly liberal area so they're not afraid of being progressive so you'll see more progressive stuff from them yeah wait they had they had a scarf that was very I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go I'm gonna pull up the scarf but they had one scarf that I'm thinking of in particular that really yeah that that that, that was really eye-opening for me hold on yeah um like I know for a fact that San Jose um especially because it's in the part of California where there's a lot of Spanish speakers. They do a lot of stuff where they'll have, um, like, I, I don't know how, Mexican artists and other, like, Spanish slash Latino um, artists in the San Jose area come in and make um, art for their culture to put on their jerseys, and they'll do that for a Heritage Night, and it's that sort of thing, where they're really good about including the people that live in San Jose and like their, I don't, not interests, but like, so they can see themselves in their hockey team, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I have a question about that. Is this, because like San Jose is a fairly progressive city, is that why they're progressive? Or is it just, maybe there are a couple of good people in their organization? Like, you where know, does I it think, come from? I think it's six of one, half a dozen of the other, because like, Calgary like love it here but it very much they could not get away with like wearing complete gay pride jerseys necessarily because someone would be in their comments going what are you doing that's against god oh, that's a topic for another time thank you Alberta <laughs> you kind of suck a bit um where was I going with this but it is like that because it is they could not be that progressive. Someone would complain. Someone would be like, I'm never buying season tickets again. <sighs> um, and yeah, also, I think yeah. it's interesting because I think the San Jose market is like, like is lower risk of like losing fans if they do anything controversial. Like, because they have fewer fans in general and fewer diehards. Yeah. Whereas like, if you in Calgary, if you state any opinion, like <laughs> you're gonna piss someone off. Yep. Yeah, they're also just a non-traditional hockey market. So in order to to get people who are not as like not as likely to be uh, formally introduced to hockey, you have to do something. And th there was a whole study from from whatever that people tend to to spend with their moral interests in mind. And so I'm sure that they read they read that article or that study. Um, yeah. Oh, I just sent the scarf, and one of them it, it, it says this is anti-racist territory on the scarf that they sold. Yeah, they're like pretty blatant, pretty blatant like 
pretty blatant stand. Not just stop racism. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. That's a very nice scarf. Yeah. And it's not just stop racism, which is what the NHL has said. Yes. It's not just like, it's not racism. Knock it off. It's this is a space that we're going to actively work against it. And it's like, thank you. Oh my God. No. So I know you're talking about Calgary diehards. If they, even though like anti-racist is something like a lot of people be like, I'm not racist. I wouldn't be racist. If Calgary Flames were to come out and be like, this is anti-racist territory. People would be like, you're being racist against white people. You're racist. And it just, I know they would do this because people do this to like, um, what is it? What happened this summer? No, people will be like, hey, police brutality is a thing. Hey, maybe you should check your biases to see if you have biases against people. And people are like, even if they don't bring up like race, they're like, you're racist against white people. And it's like, Alberto, why must you suck? (laughs) Sorry. I live here. I'm allowed to rag on it. It's, it's complete, it's completely allowed. But yeah, I think, I think, I think that celebrate, celebrating players who go out of their way to, to do like to do stuff like buy tape very good love to see it we'd love to see more we'd love to expand the club a little bit more yeah and I wish more teams would take after San Jose and being very open okay. about like I know the LA Kings are fairly good because they have a lot of they, they they're very good about promoting um like Blake Bolden Blake Bolden is really the face of their franchise right now mm-hmm. I know um Andre Kopitar is like still there yeah. Um, as a hockey player, but we don't hear about him. I only hear about Blake Bolden. Mm-hmm. I just wish more more um, organizations would be willing to go out and make chances and like make statements like the uh, the Sharks Fun Pride jerseys, which yeah. those, fuck. those jerseys fuck. Yeah, that's true. Um, next question: Nolan Patrick lesbian pride tape on his stick. When like the lesbians support him, when is he going to support them? That's I think a he is a lesbian, question. and that's why he got it. He's supporting <laughs> us. He supports us by existing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I am no, very comforted by his existence. <laughs> NHL players, please do more. Yes. Oh, I agree. Like, if okay, so organizations maybe they can't do it because they suck, but the players have enough free will, enough freedom to say something or do something that is better than whatever the fuck this is. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, literally, no one no one gave William Nylander any shit for that, and no one gave John Klingberg any, any shit for that. So yeah. what if they did just a little bit more? Anyone. What if anyone did just a little bit more? Yeah. More. You're doing bare minimum, just, like, a step above that. Mm-hmm. Speaking, speaking of bare minimum, the Canucks, the Canucks with their pride tape on for o- practice only, just before the anthem, not for the anthem, and not for the game. Yeah, I mean, the Flames did the same thing. Uh, Flames Pride Night, definitely a little bit mm, not the greatest, but the Flames do come to Pride every year, so that's good. Um, what was the other point I was going to make? The Canucks uh, Pride playlist, like their songs they were playing. Yeah, I hope someone got fired for that. Yep. What were they playing? I have no idea. 
like so they're playing songs that are like if a gay person puts them on and like you know they're gay it's a little bit like that's a little bit of dark humor that's a little bit like you have to be good friends with them for it to be okay but uh-huh. if like it's person puts funny. it on it's a hate crime how uh-huh, funny that's funny that you would put this on oh yeah <laughs> but like if a straight person puts it on it's like that's not a hate crime but it should be yeah, it was like um, I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry was one of them. It was, uh, I think it was the Billie Eilish song, I Wish You Were Gay. I think, was that, was that on? Yeah, it, I don't know if it was, but it was probably on the playlist. I don't know if they got to it in the night, but it was probably on there. <laughs> I know yeah, they definitely God. had, dude looks, they had Dude Looks Like a Lady, which was the bad one. They just had a lot of. Who made this? Oh my God. <laughs> Exactly. And like, there were so many chances, you know, they could have tweeted, literally tweeted a couple people and been like, yo, send us some, some killer, your, your favorite song, send us a playlist that you like. Um, but they did. They could have, okay, on Spotify, they could have just searched like a queer or a gay playlist. I must start. We have great taste. I'm sure that there would have been something better than <laughs> dude looks like a lady. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely was a choice. <laughs> I, I have to I have to bring up this is the same DJ that that played on um that played on what was it? Mental mental awareness. Night. Oh yeah. Uh, they they played um that logic song, right? Oh, they played that logic song and they also played um the Pixie song like out of out of my mind or whatever. Where is my mind? Yeah. Where is they my played mind? Where that... is my mind on mental health awareness night? Yeah. Again, that's like oh. if you know the person and like you know what's going on with them, totally like it's a little bit like, oh, it's funny that you're doing that. But when you're not and it's like, okay, that's not a hate crime, but it feels like one. Again, it's the same concept. How is this guy not fired? <laughs> the other thing is like i think if it was like part okay if it was part of your regular routine like if you played where is my mind every night that the game was played and then on mental health awareness night you played where is my mind no one would like bat an eye but it's the fact that they just they just selectively were like oh tonight's the night let's let's premiere this playlist right now not good Anyways, list of people who should be fired. Sam Carcidi or Shark Coochie. Uh, and then the Canucks co- um, DJ. <laughs> and whoever told Matthew Kachuk it was a good idea to make his own NFT. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, so I think it's time to do the reoccurring bits, since I don't know what else to call them yet. So, um, our hockey nepotism shout-out of the week, Chuck Fletcher, GM of the Philadelphia Flyers. Chuck, doing great, buddy. Um, your team <clears throat> won two games, lost another, 6-1 to Buffalo, as we mentioned already. Um, I'm not convinced you have a job for any reason other than your father was the GM of the Flames when they moved from Atlanta. Prove me wrong. Change my mind. Bet yeah. you can't. <laughs> I don't want to. You're so right. <laughs> um, and then the um, 
if anyone has any other hockey nepotism they'd like to add this week. None that comes to mind right now. I'll do some research for next time. All right. Okay. Moving on to terrible stats. So this week we're doing who has more points and who has more goals. So I'm going to list two people and you have to tell me of the two who has more points or if they have the same amount of points. Okay. So the first set is Jason Robertson. So rookie for the stars and Sean Monahan. So, like, first-line center for the Flames. Robo has way more points. Robo scores yeah, every Robo. game. He's not no. doing really well. He's carrying the stuff. So true. They're actually, fun fact, they're tied with 22 points. Wow. I Those didn't look at games played, but I think Robo might have less games. He's got less uh, Robertson, he- excuse me, Jason Robertson scored about 10 minutes ago, so I'm pretty sure you'll find that he's winning. Oh. Hey, wait, wait. Okay, sorry. I should mention these stats are as of before the game started today on April 1st. Well, if he um, scored, he has more points. 25 minutes ago, he got a snap. Uh, yeah. Well, good job, he Jason scored. Robertson. You have more points than Sean Monahan, who makes like $7 million a year. So keep going. You deserve that money. You deserve more money. Yeah. Jason Robertson should be should be really in the talks for the Calder. Good for him. Playmaker, assist, love him. He's doing great. Yeah. One one day Sean Monahan may be like him. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Monahan dreams. Actually, yeah. Uh, the next one was Nolan Patrick and James Neal. Who has more points? Oh, James totally, Neal. Patty. No, James Neal's done nothing this year. So James Neal. <laughs> All right, um, Abi, who who do you think? I'm going with James Neal just because he used to be a pen. <laughs> okay, so Nolan Patrick has seven points. James Neal has six. James Neal has played less games than Nolan Patrick, though. So good. But for interest of my interest, because I love this fact, Milan Lucic, who was traded one for one for James Neal, has 14 points. He has oh, seven fuck. goals. Milan Lucic has the same amount of goals as Nolan Patrick. And James Neal combined. Sounds about right. Yep. Go, go ahead. And go then on. bonus, which stall has the um, most points out of the three stall brothers? Uh, Jordan. Or- definitely Jordan. Are you kidding me? Jordan yeah, actually Jordan. can play the game. Yep. Yeah. And then I forgot also, to write the stat down, so give me a second. Uh, it says... You wrote worst plus minus, and I'll tell you right now who it is. It's Eric. Yeah, it is Eric. He is like minus. Jordan's Jordan's is definitely positive. Mark's is probably around zero, and Eric's is like negative 40 or something by now. There's another brother. What's his name? Yeah, but oh my god, Lee, (laughs) you want to talk to me about Jared? You want to get into it? Yeah. No. What did he do? <laughs> he didn't he do anything. He just doesn't play in the NHL. Ouch. He played two games. Leave him alone. Oh, he did. Okay. Good news. Eric Stahl's uh, plus minus is only minus 20. Oh, yeah. Only minus 20. Mark Stahl's is minus no, 5. Patrick. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, Nolan Patrick. Who? Um, and then Jared has plus one. Jordan. 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 <laughs> Jared has plus twenty in our hearts. You just said, you just said Jared. <laughs> Jared, but I mean Jordan. But Jared has plus twenty in our hearts. Okay, now on to the fun one. Who has more gold, Jacob Boracek or Jacob Verana? Well, I'm going to go Boracek. I, 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 this is a shot in the dark. All right. Me too, because I right. don't know who the other person is. He's on the cap. He's on the cap. Okay. Either, who do you think? Disconnected. Oh, no. Heather, oh, no. Okay, well, both of you are wrong anyways. It's Jacob Verana. He has 10 goals. Jacob Borchek only has five. I don't know for the Caps. The only thing I know about the Caps is that they injured their goalie today. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, bye, oh. Heather. Whoops, that's sad for them. I chose Jacob Verana and Jacob Borchek because they're both from um, the Czech Republic, and both their names okay. are Jacob spelled the same way. And they both their last names start with V. So this was like, that's a connection that means a lot to me. They're very cute. But... The next one is who has more goals, Nico Heischer or Jack Eichel? Jack okay, Eichel. So... <laughs> this is tough. Yeah, this is tough because neither of them have fucking, neither of them have played games. Yeah. Um, Nico, Nico was out due to a leg injury for like so long. He got back in for like, what four games maybe the and then and then he like, was out again yeah, yeah he got out he again. got hit in the I, face I with think, the puck i think yeah yeah so he's like in concussion. Do we think, yeah and, and now jack eichel is out because he's like gonna get surgery so do we think that jack eichel has gotten goals i, I know yes. how many goals he has two do we think that he got more goals on the buffalo sabers than nico Heischer in like four games all I know is that Jack Eichel did better than Nolan Patrick, so I'm going with Jack Eichel. Right. I'm going to say odds are because Jack played more games, I'm going to go with Jack Eichel. Well, they have the same amount of goals with two. I was going to say that. Yeah, only <laughs> Jack Eichel's played 14 games and Nico's played less than that. Yeah. Amazing. So, yeah. He should be coming back, though. Like relatively soon because he, um he got um he had he had to get like he had a sinus fracture. Oh, yeah. that's not good. Yeah, that's why he was out. Yeah, because he got uh, hit in the visor. Okay. Well, I just I want one thing this year. I want Nolan Patrick and Nico Heaster to play against each other for one game. Give me one game of them back together. Give me one game playing. Stop being injured, both of you. Good <laughs> Sorry, they're, they're, just... they're besties who who glare at the camera together. Yes. They're both bitchy earth signs, and I love that for them. Where was I going to go with that? It's just Nolan was out all of last season, and now Nico, it's like, come on, buddy. We're, we believe in you. No, because he had the captain. He's the, he's the, the one who's the captain. But he had the leg injury, then he got COVID, then he got the C, and then now he has a sinus fracture. This is not his year. He got two Heather's trying to come in. You have to... Oops, ah, good point. I'm not good at remembering to let people in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so where was I going with this? Yeah, 
we should see Nico Heischer play Nolan Patrick at least once. And it's not been his year because he keeps getting injured. And it's not fair. Hockey gods, stop punishing us. Sorry, I'm yelling. Yep. No, you're right. You're sure yell. <laughs> no, punishing, punishing the draft class of 2017 specifically. Because for, for, for all that we love, one, two, and three, one and two, per- perma-injury per- perma boys. And number three being my, my lovely boy, um, Miro Heiskanen. He... He's not much of an offensive defenseman. He's mostly just a really good defensive defenseman. It's not a good season for him either. The, and he's team, on the stars. Yeah, we're babies on the stars right now. So yeah. draft this class is, 617 is going through it. That's yeah. like, a, do you know who, like, mm, so many people were drafted in 2017 that are doing really well. I love the 2017 like top, top three. The yeah. top three are not having a good time. Miro, Miro, Miro can normally has a good time, but he's just not having a good time this season. Can I go yeah. on my rant about the 2017, like the first two drafts from the draft picks from the 2017 right now? So the issue is that you had McDavid drafted first overall, followed by uh, Matthews drafted first overall. McDavid, definitely a generational talent. Um, Matthews, very talented like he is exceptional. Matthews <laughs> there yeah there very talented he's just you know like you could call him a generational talent but I don't want to overuse the term generational talent because then it means nothing back to my point that I was trying to make it's just even though it's like there's clearly a decrease like I love Nolan Patrick but he is not as talented as Connor McDavid or uh what is his face Austin Matthews it is just like to not understand that there is a difference between these players and players that can play in the NHL blows my mind. It's just, why can't people understand this? And then because both of those players, so McDavid and Matthews, made the automatic jump from juniors to NHL the first year, Nolan Patrick had to do that, even though he was injured. Even though it, he totally would have played way better if he played one more year in Brandon. Sorry, that is my one rant about that. Yeah, I think the one thing that you learn once you start getting into being into the draft and like getting into the draft process is that you really learn that people are not like draft, like draft, like prospects are not generally assumed to be starting out in the NHL, even if they are top five. They're not necessarily automatically assumed to be top five, to, to be starting in the NHL. What they are assumed to be is they're assumed to be NHL players eventually that that is the assumption you make and beyond the top 10 beyond the first round you tend to the the people who are creating the draft list and ranking the prospects are not even sure if these players are going to ever play in the NHL they're not sure if these people are going to make a career past the first round it is just prospect development and player development is just so crazy and hard to predict the yeah. people who do it for a living are unable to definitively say whether these people have a career. Well, I look at, like, Alexis Lafreniere that, like, people are like, oh, my God, he's the best. He's so good. And he was, like, a he's clear front one. runner. He's yeah, like, one. like, he's so good. And, like, he has, like, 10 points this year. Yeah. But, like, I, that's good. Yeah. And people look at it and they're like, no, like, he was a first draft pick. Like, he should be better. And I'm like, well... Really? 
Yeah, same thing with Jack Hughes. It's like the because they aren't putting up four goals in their first game, they aren't putting up McDavid points. They aren't doing all of that. They're automatically busts, even though they're 18, 19, 20, 22. It's just. Yeah. My main my main problem is that like if a player, if for example, if like like Nolan and then like like um Scott, like like Alexi, like they, they made it to the NHL and they are fully NHL level players in that they can play the game for the full 80 season, for the full 80 games, that is a success. Um yeah. the problem the, the problem particularly with Jack Hughes that you see with other other prospects is that they are too small. They are not developed enough yet to be playing in the NHL with grown men of 200 pounds. Oh my, you're so right. If you are at, if you were sitting at 165, 170, and you have only played against people your own age, and you are expected to get into the NHL and put up all these points, it is going to be very difficult for you to succeed in that capacity. There's a reason why a lot of these smaller players, including Cole Caulfield and all the people who go the NCAA college route, is that they get to spend the time in um, college in the weight room developing their skills against other people their own age. And not even just their own age. In college, there's a range of players from 18 up to like 25. If you look at the UMass Amherst team, they have like three 24-year-olds and a 25-year-old on that main starting roster. Those are grown men. But they are definitely not on the level of NHL players who have played in the league for thirty for, for 20 years. Yeah. There is a step up there in the NCAA experience that is not to the point where you are going to hinder player development. Mm-hmm. But, like, so when I think of small players, I think Johnny Goudreau, Travis Konechny, um, even Claude Giroux to some extent. Like, he's short-ish. But they all, like, Johnny Goudreau especially, he was not a first-round pick. He was, like, a second third round pick he didn't come up till he was like 24 like after he finished college or right before his senior year of college he came up to play in the NHL and that was still like the oh he's too tiny he's so small again drafted at 17 those pictures of him are hilarious but sorry this is me going on a tangent he has the same birthday as Carter Hart only like a few years earlier and that's hard for me to wrap my brain around what was I going with this point? Johnny Goudreau, small, developed, got time to develop. Travis Konechny, small, got time to develop in the OHL. Um, Claude Giroux, small, got time to develop in whatever league he played in. I forgot what he played in. I think the OHL as well. Yeah. But it's like uh, the small. Yep. He played for the Phantoms for a bit, though. Yeah, like it's that same concept of even though, like, he played juniors and then he went to the AHL. And also, then he up. was... He was in the queue. He wa- he was yep, in Quebec, so he was in Gatineau, which is Quebec, right? Uh, is Gatineau Quebec? Technically, I mean technically. Like I've I been just to Gatineau have before. arguments. Yeah, and it would take me ten minutes to get there. It's not really Quebec. No, because it's like all the all the people, all the eighteen year olds in Ottawa go to Gatineau to get drunk and then come back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, I think the main point is that we're, we're all pretty much in agreement that because a player needs a year or two years or three to develop in a league that is not as brutal, I'm going to say it, as brutal as the NHL can be sometimes, yeah. it, 
just because they cannot immediately start at that first year just even playing in the league that's fine that's perfectly fine we should not like these 18 year olds literally have way more to grow yep. physically <laughs> like in a I lot of like, cases sorry. I feel like some people just forget that biologically speaking biological men do not finish growing until they're like 21 I don't understand why they're like his bones are fully developed let's throw him in no no they bend makes no sense All I'm thinking about is like the Harry Potter scene where he kind of like uh, manages to make his bone go away in the second movie. He's flying oh. <laughs> That's the opposite of letting their bones develop. That's the opposite. Uh, yeah, so I think Lena really wrapped that point up really well. So let's go into our three stars of the week. So our three stars, exactly like NHL three stars. It's just people who we think deserve a shout-out. So, third star of this week, I'm going to go Alex Lyon. He made his season debut. He made a few stops. You know, there was one... He really... He let one goal in, and there was an empty net goal while he was in net. Kind of, technically. He was on the bench. He was over on the bench! Uh, but, yeah. So, that was a win for us, even though it was an L for him. Does someone else have anything they'd like to add? Um, I, not, a, not a lot of wins for, actually, actually, wait, no. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to the Detroit Red Wings who beat the Colorado Blue Jackets two times. They beat them back-to-back, baby, and that's a win. That's really all they needed. Back-to-back. Back-to-back. <laughs> And, and Someone the said the Caroline meme. Any any win for the Wingies is a win for me because they get so few of those. Um, yeah. Dallas know. Stars, although they are technically doing better than the Detroit Red Wings, have not brought me happiness in a while. <laughs> yep, since September. Mm-hmm. Okay, Heather has... Um, told me to tell everyone that they that she loves you and tell the fans that she loves you because she's been kicked out by her Wi-Fi again. Sorry, oh, okay. Heather. But she got to talk about the stalls and that's what matters. Uh, second star of the week. I gave it to Little Nas X for his music video and then for clowning on everyone. I think that was legendary. Thoughts? I agree. <laughs> Honestly, it, it was a harmless thing. Like, why are people so pissed about it? It's selected. He made a music. Selected outrage. Yep. <laughs> All right. And then, um, unless someone has anything else they want to add, I'll go on to first star. Uh, first star of the week, I gave it to Amanda Lavelle, I think. Please don't kill me, French speakers. But she's the goaltender for the Whitecaps, and that's because she had a 44-save sh- shutout against the whale, the Connecticut whale, and has really sexy fish pads. Like, her pads and her blocker, fish on them, they are so cool. I love them so much. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Anyone else have anything they'd like to add? 
Okay. Well, okay. Three stars of the week, or three hearts of the week, rather. So a little rundown of hearts. They're the opposite of stars. They're rather, unless you want, like, we need to give you some pity or you need to be named and shamed. That's really what these hearts are for. So the third heart of the week is actually given to two people this week. And that's McDavid and McKinnon for both being like those really like those known for being like nice Canadian boys who got fined for like unsportsmanlike conduct. So yeah, good job, guys. <gasps> the one with McKinnon, I I can see how it would be, you know. It could have been a nice thing, but maybe he's just returning the helmet. He just but he sh- yeah. <laughs> forcefully. Anyway, that's that's my Lady Bing winner. That's my that's my Lady Bing winner. Yep. <laughs> uh, Abi, do you want to take second heart of the week? Oh God, Matthew Kachuk <laughs> for the fucking NF. Why? Okay, so he started his own NFT for I I don't know why. I, th- I think I know why, and I think from what I understand, it's because he wanted to be the first NHL player to do it, and, like, it's a cool new technology, and he's a tech bro a little bit, but, like, he's donating the money made from it to the Southern Alberta Children's Hospital and the Children's Hospital in St. Louis. That's, like, good, but it's also, like, did you have to do the thing that uses so much energy that, like... Exactly. Okay, listen, you want to donate the money, you want to give it, just give your own money, transfer it. Yep. It doesn't it doesn't do as much harm as NFTs do. And it's not asking your fans who do not have seven million dollars. I mean, admittedly, there are probably some Flames fans that make more money than him, because yeah. gross. North um America. Yeah. What was I going to say? I would like to also add to Matthew Kachuk getting the second heart of the week. That dive in the Monday game where he was trying to get a penalty called against Shifley that led directly to a Shifley goal. Matthew, I do not care how petty you're being. You cannot do that. You have to put aside your being petty and trying to get a penalty and stop diving and actually play some freaking defense. Agreed. Yeah. And then first heart of the week, I think this is... Real quick, real quick. Before we move off the NFT, I think also he was just trying to get the traction off of what by him saying I'm gonna do an NFT that means people are gonna share that post a lot more a lot more frequently than they would have normally shared just any other post about charity yeah I kind of understand it but it also just seems that no one knows what it means and it seems like he probably doesn't know what it means either I I I am like yeah I talk to multiple people who are very ignorance is not cute ignorance is not cute buddy And you cannot tell me, like, at least a chunk of people following him aren't baby boomers. You cannot tell me. They do not know what NFTs are. I can guarantee that. They know what Bitcoin is. Yeah. But yeah, so that's just like, and I was, like, talking to, like, computer nerds. And even they're, like, uh, about NFTs. That was fun. Anyways, third, first heart of the week, and I think this is no surprise, Elaine Vigneault, you dumbass. Why must you punish the team by making them objectively worse? You get this first heart all the way back from when you benched Travis Konechny. Why? I understand he wasn't playing well, but it's just like, why must you consistently make the team objectively worse to be like, you suck, 
you suck, Elaine Vigneault. You suck. Stop sucking. Yeah. <laughs> and also, the thing, the thing with Ghost is not only he got put up for waivers, understand it was a whole deal, deal with the cap, but this is not the first time that Ghost has not been playing when he could have been. Ghost is a better defenseman than um, Gussie and Prosser. Prosser? Either, either way. Yeah, either yeah, either way. Like he is he is a better defenseman objectively, and he has been sat a few different times when he should not have been. Yep. And then also, like again, I understand having to sit Patrick and Lindblom for um, like rest reasons because it is like this is the first time they have multiple days off. This is the longest rest they can get. But it's just like, why can't you alternate them? Why can't you do something? where you don't have to take them both out of the lineup, uh-huh. after, especially after sitting them for the third period in that game on, like, Monday. Why? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, like, we're not making the playoffs. Like, let's just, yeah, let's stop trying. <laughs> If they stopped trying like so hard and then just enjoyed the game, I feel like they could win. But right now it's just it's just Carter Hart, Elliot, both of them. I feel so bad for them. It's just yeah. it's Flyers goaltending and they're trying and struggling. I think it may be better that the fans are not fully allowed back in full capacity because they would be feeling the fury of Philly. Oh my mm-hmm. god, they would figure out a way to sneak batteries in and chuck them at them. It it would be a bad time for the goalies even more than it is now. Um I yeah, I think I think that the, the Philadelphia Flyers are gonna have to figure out whether they want to keep playing the season at the expense of their players' development mm-hmm. or if they're gonna figure out if they're not a playoff team. Yeah. Like that's they have to decide if they're a playoff team or not, or they if they exactly. can they're yeah. they're on the cusp of of flipping one way or another. They're either going to have to yeah. buy buy and acquire more good defensemen mm-hmm. or they're going to have to sell the team for parts and start a rebuild. Because yeah. exactly. like, they were completely blindsided by Niskanen retiring and that was a complete um, dismantlement, I guess that's the term you could use, of the Flyers' defense system. And now, and they did not replace him. And like they've admitted to not replacing him, but it's just like, Okay, and cool. they also depended on Provorov, who is still very young, True. to be the leading defenseman. Which, once again, you're relying on your just babyest, youngest players who don't have the most experience to guide the team through tough times. Exactly. It's just you yeah, brought I mean, Eric Gutherson, who was cast off from the Flames, who had to bring back Michael Stone because we don't have any defensemen. <laughs> That's the life that's living for my two teams. <laughs> Honestly, it's probably best for my mental health that neither of them make it to the playoffs. But still. Anyways, no. Does anyone have anything else they'd like to add? All right. Thank you guys for listening. We've been the Fake Fan Podcast. Please share with your friends if you like this. I, thanks. Bye.